Hello, my name is Isaac, and today I will be reading Percy Jackson and The Last Olympian, Chapter 16. We get help from a thief. Here's my definition of not fun. Flag a Pegasus towards an out-of-control helicopter. If Guido has been any less of... If Guido had been any less of a fancy flyer, we would have been chopped to confetti. I could hear Rachel screaming inside. For some reason, she hadn't fallen asleep. But I could see the pilot slumped over the controls, pitching back and forth as the helicopter wobbled towards the side of an office building. Ideas? I asked Annabeth. You're going to have to take Guido and get out, she said. What are you going to do? In response, she said, Yeah! And Guido went into a nosedive. Duck! Annabeth yelled. We passed so close to the rotors, I felt the force of the blades ripping at my hair. We zipped along the side of, a helicop- of the helicopter, and Annabeth grabbed the door. That's when things went wrong. Guido's wings slammed against the helicopter. He plummeted straight down with me on his back, leaving Annabeth dang- dangling from the side of the aircraft. I was so terrified I could barely think, but as Guido spiraled towards... Spiraled, I caught a glimpse of Rachel pulling Annabeth inside the copter. Hang it in there, I yelled at Guido. My wing, he moaned. It's busted. You can do it. I desperately tried to remember what Selena used to tell us in Pegasus riding lessons. Just relax the wing, extend it, and glide. We felt like we fell like a rock, straight towards the pavement a hundred meters below. The last moment, Guido extended his wings, saw the faces of centaurs gasping gaping up at us. Then we pulled out of a, our dive, sailed twenty meters and tumbled into the pavement. Pegasus over demigod. Oh Guido moaned. My legs, my head, my wings. Karin galloped over to us with his medical pouch and began working on the Pegasus. I got on my feet. When I looked up, my heart crawled into my throat. The helicopter was only a few seconds from slamming into the side of the building. Then, miraculously, the helicopter righted itself. It spun in a circle and hovered. Very slowly, it began, it began to descend. It seemed to take forever, but finally the helicopter thudded to a landing in the middle of Fifth Avenue. I looked through the windshield and couldn't believe what I was seeing. Annabeth was at the controls. I ran forward as the rotor spun to a stop. Rachel opened the side door and dragged out the pilot. Rachel was still dressed like she was on vacation in beach shorts, a t-shirt, and sandals. Her hair was tangled and her face was green from the helicopter ride. Annabeth climbed out last. I stared at her in awe. I didn't know you could fly a helicopter. Neither did I, she said. My dad's crazy into avitation. Plus, Dedalus has some notes on flying machines. I thought I just took my best guess on the controls. You saved my life, Rachel said. And my flexed her bad shoulder. Yeah, well, let's not make a habit of it. What are you doing here, Dare? Don't you know better than to fly into a war zone? I... Rachel glanced at me. I had to be here. I knew Percy was in trouble. Got that right, Annabeth grumbled. Well, if you'll excuse me, I have some injured friends I've got to attend to. Glad you could stop by, Rachel. Annabeth, I called. She stormed off. Rachel plopped on the curb and put her head in her hands. I'm sorry, Percy, I didn't mean to. I always mess things up. It was kind of hard to argue with her, though I was glad she was safe. I looked in the direction Annabeth was gone, but she disappeared into the crowd. I couldn't believe what she'd just done. Saved Rachel's life. 
landed a helicopter and walked away like it was no big deal. It's okay, I told Rachel, though my words sounded hollow. So what's the message you wanted to deliver? She frowned. How do you know about that? A dream? Rachel didn't look surprised. She tugged at her bead shorts. They were covered in drawings, which wasn't unusual for her, but these symbols I recognized. Greek letters, pictures from Camp Bades, sketches of monsters and faces of gods. I didn't understand how Rachel could have known about some of that. She'd never been at Olympus or Camp Half-Blood. I've been seeing things too, she muttered. I mean, not just through the mist. This is different. I've been drawing pictures, writing lines, in ancient Greek, I said. Do you know what they say? It's what I wanted to talk to you about. I was hoping... Well, if you had gone with us on vacation, I was hoping you could have helped me figure out what's happening with me. She looked at me pleadingly. Her face was sunburned from the beach. Her nose was peeling. I couldn't get over the shock that she was here in person. She'd forced her family to cut their vacation short, agreed to go to a horrible school and flown a helicopter into a monster battle just to see me. In her own way, she was just as brave as Annabeth. But what was happening to her with these visions really freaked me out. Maybe it was something that happened to all mortals who could see through the mist, but my mom had never talked about anything like that. And Hestia's words about Luke's mom kept coming back to me. Make Estella went too far. She tried to see too much. Rachel, I said, I wish I knew. Maybe we could show, maybe we should ask Kyron. She flinched like she'd gotten an electric shock. Percy, something's about to happen. A trick that ends in death. What do you mean? Whose death? I don't know. She looked around nervously. Don't you feel it? Is that the message you want to tell me? No, she hesitated. I'm sorry. I'm not making sense. But that thought just came to me. The message I wrote on the beach was different. It had your name in it. Perseus, I remembered. In ancient Greek. Rachel nodded. I don't know its meaning, but I know it's important. You have to hear it. It said, Perseus, you are not the hero. I stared at her like she just slapped me. You came thousands of miles to tell me I'm not the hero? It's important, she insisted. It will affect what you do. Not the hero of the prophecy, I asked. Not the hero who defeats Kronos? What do you mean? I'm sorry, Percy, I'm sorry. That's all I know. I had to tell you because... Well, Chiron Kent heared over. This must be Miss Dare. I wanted to yell at him to go away. But of course I couldn't. I tried to get my emotions under control. I felt like I had another personal hurricane swirling around me. Chiron? Rachel Dare, I said. Rachel, this is my teacher, Chiron. Hello, Rachel said gloomily. She didn't look at all surprised that Chiron was a centaur. You are not asleep, Miss Dare, he noticed. And yet you are immortal? I am mortal, she agreed like it was a depressing thought. The pilot, f- the pilot fell asleep as soon as we passed the river. I don't know why I didn't... I just knew I had to be here to warn Percy. Warn Percy? She's been seeing things, I said, writing lines and making drawings. Chiron raised an eyebrow. Indeed? Tell me. She told him the same thing she'd told me. Kyron stroked his beard. Miss Dare, perhaps we should talk. Kyron, I blurted. I blurted. I had a sudden image of a, I had a terrible image of Camp Hufflet in the 90s and make a sound scream coming from the attic. You, you'll help Rachel, right? I mean, you'll warn her if she goes, if she's got, she's got to be careful with this stuff, not to go too far. His tail flickered like it does when he's anxious. Yes, Percy. I'll do my best to understand what is happening and advise Miss Dare, but this may not. This may take some time. Meanwhile, you should rest. We moved your parents' car to safety. The enemies seem to be staying put for now. We've set up the bunks. We've set up bunks in the Empire State Building. Get some sleep. 
Everybody keeps telling me to sleep, I grumbled. I don't need sleep. Karen managed to smile. Have you looked at yourself recently, Percy? I glanced down at my clothes, which were scorched, burnt, sliced, tattered from my night of consistent battles. I looked like death, I admitted. But you think I can sleep after what just happened? You may be invulnerable in combat, Kyron chitted, but that only makes your body tire faster. I remember Achilles. Whenever that lad wasn't fighting, he was sleeping. He must have taken 20 naps a day. You, Percy, need your rest. You may be your only hope. I want to cl complain that I wasn't their only hope. According to Rachel, I wasn't even the hero. But the look in Kyron's eyes made it clear he wasn't going to take no for an answer. Sure, I grumbled. Talk. I trudged toward the Empire State Building. When I glanced back, Rachel and Kyron were talking together in earnest conversation, like they were discussing funerals, funeral arrangements. Inside the lobby, I found an empty bunk and collapsed, sure that I would never have been able to sleep. A second later, my eyes closed. In my dreams, I was back in Hades' garden. The Lord of the Dead paced up and down, holding his ears while Nico followed him, waving his hands. You have to! Nico insisted. Demeter and Persephone sat behind them at the breakfast table. Both of the goddesses looked bored. Demeter poured shredded wheat flour into four huge bowls. Persephone was magically changing the flour arrangement on the table, turning the blossom from red to yellow to polka-dotted. I don't have to do anything! Hades' eyes blazed. I'm a god! Father, Nico said, if Olympus falls, your own palace doesn't... Safety doesn't matter. You'll fade, too! I'm not an Olympian, he growled. My family has made that quite clear. You are, Nico said, whether you like it or not. You saw what they did to your mother, Hades said. Zeus killed her, and you would have helped them? They deserve what they get. Persephone sighed. She walked, she walked her fingers across the table, absently turning the silverware into roses. Could we please not talk about that woman? You know what would help this boy? Demeter mused. Farming. Mother, Persephone rolled her eyes. Six months behind a plow. Excellent, excellent character building. Nico stepped in front of his father, forcing Hades to face him. My mother understood that about family. That's why she didn't want to leave us. You can't just abandon your family because they did something horrible. You've done horrible things to them too. Maria died, Hades reminded him. You can't just cut yourself off from the other gods. I've done very well of that for thousands of years. And has it made you feel any better? Nico demanded. Has that curse on the Oracle helped you at all? Holding grudges is a fatal flaw. Bianca warned me about that and she was right. For demigods, I'm immortal all-powerful. I would not help the other gods if they begged me. If Percy Jackson himself pleaded. You're just as much as an outcast I am, Nico yelled. Stop being angry about it and do something helpful for once. That's the only way they'll respect you. Hades' palm filled with black fire. Go ahead, Nico said. Blast me. That's just what the other gods would expect from you. Prove them right. Yes, please, Demeter complained. Shut him up. Persephone sighed. Oh, I don't know. I'd rather fight in the war than eat another bowl of cereal. This is boring. Hades roared in anger. His fireball hit the silver... Hit a silver tree right next to Nico, melting into a pool of liquid metal. And my dreams changed. I was melting... I was standing outside the United Nations, about a mile east of the Empire State Building. Titan's army had set up camp all around the UN complex.
the flagpoles were hung with horrible trophies, helmets and armor pieces from defeated campers. All along the first avenue, giants sharpened their axes. Talakines repaired armor at makeshift forges. Her Kronos himself placed at the top of the plaza, swinging his scythe so his Drachne bodyguards stayed way back. Ethan Nakmore and Prometheus stood nearby, out of slicing range. Ethan was fidgeting with his shield scraps, straps, but Prometheus looked as calm and collected as ever in his tuxedo. I hate this place, Kronos growled. United Nations, as if, as if mankind could ever unite. Remind me to tear down this building after we destroy Olympus. Yes, Lord. Prometheus' smile smiled as if his master's anger amused him. Shall we tear down the stables in Central Park, too? I know much horses can annoy you. Don't mock me, Prometheus. Those cursed centaurs will be sorry they're in they interfered. I will feed them to the hellhounds, starting with that son of mine, that weakling Chiron. Prometheus shrugged. That weakling destroyed an entire legions of telecons with his arrows. Colonel swung his scythe and cut a flagpole in half. The national colors of Brazil toppled into the army, squashing a drachne. We will destroy them, Kronos roared. It is time to unleash the Dracon. Nakamura, you will do this. Y yes, Lord, at sunset? No, Kronos said. Immediately. The defenders of Olympus are badly wounded. They will not expect a quick attack. Besides, we know the Dracon they cannot beat. Ethan looked confused. My Lord? Never you mind, Nakamura. Just do my bidding. I want Olympus in ruins by the time Typhon reaches New York. We will break the gods utterly. But my lord, Ethan said, your regeneration. Kronos pointed at Ethan, and the demigod froze. Does it seem, Kronos hissed, that I need to regenerate? Ethan didn't respond. Kind of hard when you're immobilized in time. Kronos snapped his fingers again, and Ethan collapsed. Soon, the titan growled, this form will be unnecessary. I will not rest with victory so close. Now go! Ethan scrambled away. This is dangerous, my lord, Prometheus warned. Do not be hasty. Hasty? After festering for 3,000 years in the depths of Tartarus, you call me hasty? I will slice Percy Jackson into a thousand pieces. Thrice you fought him, Prometheus pointed out. And yet you always said it's beneath... Said it is beneath your... The dignity of a titan to fight a mere mortal. I wonder if your mortal host is influencing you, weakening your judgment. Kronos turned his golden eyes on the other titan. You call me weak? No, my lord. I only meant, are your loyalties divided? Kronos asked. Perhaps you miss your old friends, the gods. Would you like to join them? Prometheus paled. I misspoke, my lord. Your orders will be carried out. He turned to the army and shouted, Prepare for battle! The troops began to stir. From somewhere behind the UN compound, an angry roar shook the city, the sound of a dracon waking. The noise was so horrible it woke me, and I realized I could still hear it from a mile away. Grover stood next to me, looking nervous. What was that? They're coming, I told him. And we're in trouble. And that was as far as I'm going to read today. I'm really sorry about these um, so short chapters. Um, this week was supposed to be just so many, obviously you're getting way more hours, you're getting, um, like one and a half or two hours of podcast this week, instead of just what would be like 10, 15 minutes, 
But still, it feels kind of bad because uh, the whole point of this week was to upload so much, so much, so much, so much. And then this is like the longest thing I've done, which is 15 minutes and it's super short, which is really short. 15 minutes is not very long at all. Um, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't have much more to say, to be honest. Thank you guys a lot for 9,400 downloads. November so far is going good. Very good. You know, I was wondering, we're 9,400. Do you think we could hit 10,000 within two weeks? Because we could 100%, 100, 100, 100,000% hit it before December. 600 downloads in a month. Last month we got 2,000. Over 2,000 downloads. So that's kind of lame. What is... It's... At the day of I'm recording this, it's the second. Try... Can we try... To get that to... 10,000... Um... By... The, uh... 20th... That means you have 18, slightly over two weeks, around two and a half weeks, to get 600 downloads. I definitely think that could be possible. That could very much be possible. So, um, let's do it two weeks. So, on the 16th, on the 16th, I uh, would love to have, it'd be amazing if you guys could get, um... Uh, 10,000 downloads, sorry, brain, um, brain fart, is that what it's called? I don't know. Well, thank you guys for listening. Isaac, 